0: Neal Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, now in HD. Details at cknw.com.
1: Happy Friday, Terry Shintz.
0: Happy Friday. How are you?
1: I'm good. Are you ready to pack her in? And
0: I'm getting close. am <laughs> <I'm> getting close. <laughs> Me
1: too. Now, where were you back with the O.J. Simpson trial?
0: I was watching it on TV Me like too. everybody else, that white Bronco. I remember that vividly. I was working in uh, at a radio station in Kelowna. Uh, around the time of the trial a little bit of radio humor Uh, so we're all watching the Mm -hmm. trial waiting for the verdict and the operator Eric will get a kick out of this he's like should we break in with the verdict I'm like
1: (laughs) yeah uh yes yeah
0: break in with the verdict yeah
1: (laughs) I was watching it in Edmonton in the ITV newsroom that was the first time a major trial like that had been aired right live. It was the first time everybody had watched in the courtroom a big drama unfolding. People were gripped by that. The ratings were enormous.
0: Everybody was captivated by it. You got to watch it play out in real time. You had a very famous athlete in a fall from grace and murder victims and powerful lawyers and the judge uh, Lance Ito, I believe his name was. Oh, yeah. And it played out in real life across our, our TV screens and radio stations. And a twist today... Everybody talking about a knife that's been found. Uh, L.A. police are testing a knife apparently found at a former home of O.J. Simpson. Of course, he was acquitted in that trial back in 1995. Somebody claiming to be a construction worker worker gave an off-duty police officer the knife years ago, and he kept it, thinking the case was closed. Police, Linda, now have their hands on the knife, and they're testing it for DNA and hair samples.
1: And this is what the LAPD Captain Andrew Neiman said today about how that knife was discovered.
2: Tired retired officer was working in the area of the Rockingham estate and he claimed that uh, an individual who claimed to be a construction worker uh, provided him with this knife, claiming that it was found on the property.
1: So was he an idiot? He's a police officer. Why would you not say, hey, I wonder if this knife might have something to do with that missing knife from that O.J. Simpson trial?
0: And from what I've been able to read in the last few hours, uh, uh, the knife involved in the crime was apparently a large serrated knife, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem like this is connected. Some experts are now weighing in. But a lot of people are talking about the fact that there is this new development and one of the most famous crimes in American history, and uh, LAPD are examining it this afternoon. For those wondering, though, however this goes, O.J. Simpson cannot be prosecuted again for the same charges under American law. You can't do that. Uh, the knife may not turn out to be connected to that crime in any way. And uh, O.J. is in prison. He's not going anywhere for a 2008 uh, armed robbery and kidnapping. He's doing a 33-year sentence. So he's he's uh, behind bars and not moving.
1: Don't you think it's ironic that there's that miniseries on right now? I don't know if it's still on, but it's just, just recently been airing and suddenly... I thought, oh, O J Simpson, that was so long ago, and now they're doing like a mini series on it and then boom this.
0: That was absolutely one of the first things I thought is Mm -hmm. okay, there's this T V show on. I haven't seen it yet, I've heard it's very good. A recreation of that crime and that time and now we've got this bizarre new development. Could there be a connection? Could there be a connection?
1: Very, very strange. Wow, that was weird. The white Bronco going down the highway. Remember, you have a very slow, high-speed chase. <laughs> Slowest ever, I think. <laughs> that was bizarre. Okay, when we come back, we're going to switch it up to local news. We're going to talk about trash at Stanley Park. Park board admitting an astonishing amount of garbage in that what should be a pristine park. We're going to talk about that next.
0: If it doesn't fit, you must have quit. The Linda Steele Show continues on News Talk 980 CKNW, now in HD. Discover the difference at CKNW.com.
1: CKNW News Director Terry Shantz is in the studio. And Terry, we talked to a guy just yesterday, a musician from Vancouver, so annoyed about all the junk in Stanley Park that he was trying to rally the troops and get average people to go out there and clean it up. Lo and behold, today... The park board went out and did something about it.
0: They do uh, routine cleanups in the park from time to time. Depending on where you go in the park, there are, there are little hidden areas of mm. Stanley Park that are off the beaten path a little bit. There, there's a lot of junk in Stanley Park. If you're just walking around the seawall, what many of us do, you, you normally don't see it. You get the, you get the beauty of Stanley mm-hmm. Park in the ocean. If you start getting in there on some of those trails, uh, some parts of Stanley Park have become a dumping ground. And there's also a homeless element in Stanley Park, which varies from year to year and season to season. But a number of people who are homeless call the park home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of their garbage accumulates as well other garbage that people have just dumped there uh so uh park board was in there today trying to clean it up and they uh, apparently was quite a haul enough junk to fill a medium-sized swimming pool They Which say is came
1: out. crazy this is what howard norman for the park board told me earlier today
2: we currently have about 15 truckloads that we've removed this morning another five yesterday uh, enough to fill a small or medium-sized swimming pool actually
1: 17 truckloads in just the last day and a half that's crazy
0: That's a lot of garbage... Obviously, we don't want that in the park. They, you know, it happens. Some of it is dangerous. There's stories this week about collections of needles that have been dumped Used off. Used
1: condoms everywhere.
0: Yeah. So clearly, that's not what we want for Stanley Park, but that is a reality of what is happening at and
1: Stanley Park. They go in, they sweep it out, they get rid of these, you know, enclosures and tents and things, try to give the homeless people some resource information about where to go, and then they go back and they're back again. So it's one of those big, you know, cyclical kind of Cir- circular stories where there's a problem, and it's homelessness, and it's drug addiction, and it's all kinds of things.
0: It's an ongoing issue for sure. Uh, do you have an extra nine million dollars kicking around? <laughs> uh,
1: no. Can I borrow some? Uh, no. I wish I. I wish I did. And this is the new crazy quote unquote knockdown, right?
0: Yeah. So our Matt Lee in the CKNW newsroom, interesting story today that really paints a picture of what's going on in the high end of the Vancouver housing market. Nice looking a little property in Point Grey. And the selling price, over $9 million. Uh, that's a million more than the asking price of $7.88 million for those keeping track at home. <laughs> for an 88-year-old, three-story, four-bedroom home, about 4,000 square feet. And we spoke to uh, Bo Park, uh, the realtor who sold the home.
1: The list price is seven point eight eight eight. And sold price is $9,060,000. Uh, now, nah, they think that they're going to tear it down. A young couple bought this?
0: Yeah, apparently. Uh, the house, Linda, got 11 offers, all cash deals. Oh, man. So millions in cash. Back in 1986, uh, different era for sure, the house was bought for under 500000 <laughs> so 1986, <laughs> Expo, Skytrain. Uh, this house was valued at under 500,000 today. $9 million.
1: I'm laughing, but really, I'm sad. And I was having a bit of a Twitter fight with a guy who was saying, you can't call that a $9 million knockdown because that's the land. And The house itself only worth, you know, probably a fraction of that, which is true. But I'm saying we're talking about unaffordability.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't argue that point that the fellow was making on Twitter. But the point of the story is, you want that chunk there? Mm-hmm. $9 million is mm-hmm. what you have to come up with.
1: Yeah, which speaks in a very big way and a very loud way to what is going on in this market that no one seems to be able to solve.
0: Well, what is it now to be classified a luxury home? Was it $3 million, $4 million? That's sort of the moniker being placed on a luxury home. So this we will call the premium deluxe. <laughs> $9 million.
1: The premium deluxe knockdown. Yes. All right. Terry Schentz Go home and have a great weekend. You too. All right. And uh, you, you know what? I'm supposed to give away some tickets. I keep forgetting to mention it. uh, This is your last chance to win tickets to see Making a Murderer's Dean Strang and Jerry Bunting, a conversation on justice at the Orpheum in July. These are the lawyers for Stephen Avery, the subject of Netflix's documentary series, Making a Murderer. Going to give away those tickets in about an hour or so. So keep listening. The news is up next.
0: There's no questioning the 30 years of experience battered into Sea Lovers Fish and Chips. And no questioning the taste of unmistakable West Coast fish and Kennebec potatoes. The question is, how much Sea Lovers Fish and Chips is all you can eat? Every day, anytime. All you can eat fish and chips at Sea Lovers, plus bottomless pop, just $12.99 plus tax. Truly the best fish and chips in town. Find a Sea Lovers near you at sea- loverscom News Talk 980 CKNW can now be tuned in on Crystal Clear HD Radio. It's new technology that allows you to hear me in Crystal Clear HD. Check it out at cknw.com. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.
2: It could be a game changer in the way search and rescue teams find missing people. Emergency Management BC has informed search and rescue teams across the province that they can now request the use of an RCMP UAV or drone to assist in a search. Vice President of the BC Search and Rescue Association, Colin Weeb, calls it another tool in the toolbox.
1: They're able to, to get
2: into some areas that would make it quicker for for field teams. Some may have thermal imaging, be able to to, uh, stream video you know, they can fly in areas where lower ceiling is, is available that would prohibit see a, a helicopter. Weeb says an RCMP pilot would man the drone. A pilot project is also underway to determine if a search and rescue volunteer could use the drone or if they could hire a contractor. Shelby Tom, News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver. WestJet has grounded two employees named in a lawsuit filed by a former flight attendant that contends the company failed to take proper action after she alleged she was sexually assaulted on the job. Airline spokeswoman Lauren Stewart says in an email that two employees mentioned in the court filings have been taken out of active flying duty while the company reviews investigations it conducted in historic allegations of sexual assault. CEO Greg Soretzky says in a statement posted online that employees were taken out of service because of concern about their well-being and the safe operation of the airline. Former flight attendant Mandalena Lewis launched a lawsuit against the Calgary-based airline alleging the company failed to respond adequately after she reported in alleged sexual assault by a pilot during a stopover six years ago in Hawaii. The company has not yet filed a statement of defense and none of the allegations have been proven in court. The first of 66 dogs rescued from a puppy mill in Langley have been adopted. The SPCA says the dog was expected to go to its new home today, and another 22 dogs will soon be ready to leave a shelter in Vancouver. The B.C. government expects to pass legislation next year that will include codes of practice for dog breeders and kennel operators. L.A. police revealed today that they're examining a knife they were told was found at the home where O.J. Simpson was living when he was charged and later acquitted of stabbing to death his ex-wife and her friend more than 20 years ago. Correspondent Steve Futterman.
0: The investigation is still in its initial stage, but early on there is a sign that this may not be the murder weapon. The type of knife being examined is a small utility knife. The medical examiner at the time of the killings believed a larger knife was used based on the wounds suffered by Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman.
2: And NASA astronaut Scott Kelly says he's readjusting to life on Earth after spending 340 days aboard the International Space Station.